Okay, welcome to um, podcast, uh, sad sack, piece of shit podcast. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out if it has a name yet. Bob Morrissey, and I'm Justin Blanford. Bob? Yes. Yeah. Ruined Hopes is our provisional name, a provisional name for this podcast about uh, sharing your worst attempts at stand-up comedy amongst your friends. Uh, it's you bring a bad set and it's funny comedians sharing bad sets is the idea for it um, so so but we this is a very special fun episode Justin Indeed. tell everybody also, about it we have several fun guests yeah, we got a we got a bunch of great guests um, my sitting directly across from me a lovely tall man who I miss and it's like a, it's like a drink of water in the desert when Aww. I see him MK Paulson here, here. Toasting himself. And then equally delightful and uh, a frequent guest in this room at uh, High Bar, Carrie Lindo. Hello. Phenomenal comic. And a very special first time at High Bar guest and someone we've been, uh, has been much anticipated for performing here. And we're delighted to have her on this podcast, Martha Kelly. Thank you. Or, or <laughs> downtown Martha <laughs> Kelly. Downtown, downtown Martha, Martha Kelly. Kelly. Oh, you had to be there earlier. You had to be, <laughs> you had to be That's an a- for the podcast. Yeah. Right. So. so, well. So, Justin, you're in the hot seat this week because I, mean, I shared my terrible set last week first. You, so. you did. Um, are we just going Do you want to go it dump into like the that? dump? Just, I don't know. I don't, do you guys want to maybe get to know each other first? <laughs> Can we get loose yeah, before I'm, I... I'm already half a cocktail teep. So. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys want to pass a doobie or something to get loose? Uh, I don't smoke pot. <laughs> no, yeah, neither do I. Well... <laughs> but it's legal. <laughs> right? Isn't it legal now? Not Most Texas. places, not but Texas. not in Texas. Oh, God. They don't know where we This recording's this, actually though. in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, um, guys. Yeah, we're coming to you live from Midtown Bar and Grill in Houston, Texas. High Bar Live, in fact. It's the Haywire Show at High Bar Live above Midtown Bar and Grill. We've been doing these shows for about a year and a half, two years, something like that. Carrie Lindo, you've headlined Mm -hmm. one. MK's headlined one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been a great success every time, and we always love it. It's infallible, and the name gets longer with every show. Why did you guys decide to stop at three names? Why not four or five? (laughs) We're working on it. That's what I'm saying. It's like a a chain letter, but a a title. Is Is the full legal name... Haywire at the high bar at the downtown Julie Brown Melting Grill. What? It's getting Melting there. Bar and Grill. Yeah. Melting Bar and Grill. An explosion is usually in there somewhere. Yeah. Melting explosion. Do you guys have a molten lava chocolate cake? Is that part of the show? No. Oh. No. This is very, we got very much diner type of food here. No, not really so much cheesecake factory type of stuff. Or a Chili's. Mm. They have the best molten chocolate Should we tell them where we ate on the way up here? Lay it on me. I don't know. Well, we ate it, technically we ate at two places. We first ate at CVS. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Very hard to get a table there. I'm not sure. Appetizers. (laughs) And then we went to Jason's D. Jason's Deli. Jason's Jason's D. It's not that good these days at CVS anyway. (laughs) So you were right to move on. We got some great artificially flavored popcorn and some uh, pretzel nuggets. Mm-hmm. Nuggets. Had a big bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Big bottle um, of water. I like their their house brand is is all called Nice. It is. is? It? Yeah. yeah. Well, That's Justin, nice. you like to joke <laughs> about food. <laughs> Do you have any bad jokes about food in your bad jokes set that you're gonna say? Oh yeah. Do you feel loosened up right now? All right. We'll do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I have one well, coming too. Yeah. And I'll just give a li- we're, we're just going to all listen to this together and then we'll talk about it when it's all done. How long is it just so I know how long to be crying? Is it sad? <laughs> for me, for sure. Yeah. Um no. Well, I mean not really. I'm catastrophizing vulnerable? it a little bit. I'm vulnerable now. Maybe not so much in this oh, okay. set. I won't joke about it. Um it's too long. It's, it's six minutes and some change, but we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna do this to you guys and to myself. The whole six minutes. 
Yeah, let's do the whole six minutes. We're going to do the whole thing. Um, I don't know if I want to set it up or just let you guys hear it, and then I'm just going to let you guys hear it. Okay. All right. Is it being recorded? It's from a few years ago, though, so you've got What's that? that? Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to listen, and then we're going to come back. Gotcha. And we're so where, where was it. this? What's the background with the, this? This recording? was at Rudyard's. I was already Here living. Yeah, I was already living in Austin. I was back for the holidays. Okay. This was at Rudyard's. So it was a pretty full room. Was it? Um, what time was it at? Was it a good time? Yeah, I had a good slot. Okay. Yeah, I had a good <laughs> slot. Ah, so. oh, yes. I had a good slot, and I thought I had. You'll you'll see. I thought I had. It's the, most you of thought, what I. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Hey gang. You guys ever think about this? In a fight or flight response, a Navy pilot does both. <laughs> All right, it's stuff like that. And this is something I want to talk about because you just saw him a couple minutes ago. Bob Biggerstaff and I have this rich routine of him kicking me out of comedy for puns that I make. Um, for example, one would be like, you know, I made a trail mix and it's called Cashews, Everything Around Me. Um, that'd be one. My goal tonight is to see if he will physically remove me from the room for what I'm about to do. Um, you know about stuff in the ocean? Like a nurse shark? Hey, give me a doctor shark. What about this one? A friend of mine got stung by a jellyfish. I was like, hey man, you're lucky it wasn't a peanut butter fish. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was Bob Gay. What about this? The sea cucumber. A cucumber that spends its whole life under salt water? That's just a regular pickle. <laughs> I'm at the limit, right? All right. It's like, the food ones? Oh, yeah? Well, when life gives you lemon sharks, make lemonade sharks. Should have never started that. All right. Thank you for enduring that, and I'm sorry. Um, I got this friend, he's really clumsy, and he's a pothead. Um, and uh, he's broken several expensive glass pipes, and one day he realized that he could just buy the things that people smoke crack out of, and they're still glass, and they're really cheap, and he buy them two at a time because he knows he's going to break one or lose them, and I'm in a head shop with him one time. And he walks up to the counter, and he's like, Hey, uh, let me get uh, two of the uh, crack pipes. And the guy's like, you got to leave, man. You can't sit in. He's like, no, no. Oh, sorry, man. No, I don't smoke crack. I'm just smoking weed. And the guy's like, get the fuck out of here, man. You can't say that shit. And he's like, all right, fine. Sorry. But Justin, give me two of those crack pipes. He's like, get the fuck out. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry for my friend. Like, Can I just get two of those crack pipes? <laughs> um, So far, it's pretty I, uh, funny set. I'm trying to impress this girl. So I made her a mixtape of some Hootie and the Blowfish stuff that I've been really into from both albums, so you know, so. Um, so on the label, I just wrote Various Rucker. Uh, I don't like it either. Honestly. I always recognize Brian. Now, it worked, though. We went on some dates. We went to this uh, Vietnamese restaurant. It was like our second day. We went to this Vietnamese restaurant I really like. And um, she orders a peculiar dish. She ordered bird's nest soup. And our server, uh, who could barely speak any English, was like, Okay, uh, you order something else. <laughs> and we were like, Oh, what? Are you guys out of it or what? And she was like, This, uh, this only for the Vietnamese people. And I was like, Can we? I, that can't be right. You know, so this other server comes over to kind of try and like interpret. And he's like, no, we do have the bird's nest soup. We do have it. But it's a very strong taste, a very fishy taste. Usually only the Vietnamese people like it. And I was like, oh, Beatrice, it's just a misunderstanding. I see what's going on here. It's not that you're not Vietnamese. It's just that you're black. 
Why do you think I made you that arena blowfish? <laughs> she did get the soup. It was terrible. I, uh, I work in retail. I sell shoes. I helped this lady one day. Um, I sell running shoes, and she was uh, complaining to me that her shoes come untied all the time. And um, I showed this little lacing trick, help keep her shoes tied. She's like, oh, thank you so much. I can use that. You know, I teach second grade, and a lot of my students don't know how to tie their shoes the right way. And I won't tell you what ethnicity they are, but their shoes come untied all the time. So she omits the race like I'm going to agree with her and just be like, lady, trust me, I know exactly who you're talking about, and they can't tie shoes for shit. <laughs> then I feel bad for these little eight-year-old kids who are the right age to not know how to tie their shoes. And then I'm like, wait a second, you're like 50 years old, and I just taught you some shit about tying your shoes. I feel so superior all of a sudden. <laughs> Lastly, this. This is really mainly just for the guys' uh, question. Um, <laughs> You ever take home a girl maybe you don't know too well, uh, maybe you're making out with her, and before anything happens, um, she's like, How do I know? Wait a second. How do I know you're not like, a serial killer? <laughs> you guys ever get that question? Wait, what was the yeah. question? How do I know you're not a serial killer? You too, kind of a lot on these first dates. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, the glasses. I know serial killers have those a lot. Uh, or if it's like the cold gaze emanating from behind them. Or the fact that I call bringing a stranger on the first date. But uh, you get that question kind of a lot. And the only way for me to answer is truthfully, no. Of course, I'm not a serial killer. But if I were, hypothetically, you're just going to take my word for it. You're not even going to look in the fridge or under the sink or anything first. You're a shit detective. Better hope there are better ones out there looking for people like you. Well, <laughs> that's it, guys. That was it. Thanks a lot. Wow, a lot of people. Yeah, you can always tell when they play. This is right. Sometimes that's what that's how you know. Uh, are we are we recording again? I mean, we didn't. No, we didn't stop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's, um, you can always tell when they clap how many people there were not laughing. Not laughing yeah. <laughs> I love the best part is like watching you have to listen to it in front of other people. I mean, I, yeah, like, I just like. <laughs> I feel like oh I had God. that experience oh with Bob. When, when I got to watch him listen to a, yeah. a bad set. For those not in the room, Justin was picking his fingers with a <laughs> dart for oh, a little yeah. bit nervously. He <laughs> had some solid Just jokes in there that you don't do anymore. Yeah, I, like I realized I reached butter. for this dart on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter fish, totally good. Peanut butter fish is funny, joke. but it didn't, it didn't hit. And it was early on, and it like kind of rattled me. The crack pricing was funny, too. That's you know, it's a fun story. It's a true one, but <laughs> it, it like I I started on such a bad in my head. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get Bob to just like mess with me with these things that he normally like tells me I'm kicked out for, and I wasn't getting any reaction from him like at all. Normally, he like Bob. Who is Bob? No. Bob Biggerstaff. He's yeah. a comic here, and for sure. he's, uh, he's a, a local hero. He, he's, he, he was, was on, on Last Comic Standing. Oh, he yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah. Bob will tell you. I'll recite his credits for you. <laughs> but he's he's a bit of a wise guy, and so he'll like he'll he'll call out during comic set, like, and he'll often get the bigger laugh than the comic as he did during. during what I think was set. interesting about the way that Bob torpedoed your set was when he uh, made you got a laugh doing the peanut butter fish thing yeah and then he said something like knowing that you got a laugh like like yeah he, he said, saw you struggling and then you get your first laugh yeah and then he and he smacks said, you down he right said because bob so, hates puns and um i disagree with bob. <laughs> <laughs> right bob there with you chief uh but he said i like the ones about food and that was i think when i said peanut butter fish and it was like that was the laugh and then bob got the bigger laugh and i was just like fuck this is mm. 
backfiring so hard, but I totally asked for it. Yeah. I feel like an audience can't get too mad. I mean, I feel like you can't get too mad at a pun. And I thought of all that stuff like on the drive to Houston from yeah, Austin. So like, I was like, this is a great idea. Um, <laughs> so wait, do you live in Houston now? I do now, yeah. I lived in Austin for what, like I guess only like a year and a half and I was coming back to visit for the holidays. So you, you live really here, I mean you're from here. I'm from here, okay. yeah, and I was in Austin for and so you really just wanted a hot to impress minute. folks. It's like, yeah, I wanted to show out. I wanted to be like, uh, I've been working on some stuff, guys. I'm not going to do any of it. <laughs> I'm going to do the stuff I thought of in the car. And what? then the stuff that I did that was like <clears throat> material, I was like dropping tags and like forgetting things. And I was nervous about performing in front of someone who I was like trying to look good in front of and I just like blew all these there's nothing lines. that's like more enjoyable than a joke that's new and it does well and it's like oh yeah. it's a good joke that's but then there's feeling. nothing worse when a joke that's new that you think is gonna do well that does absolutely terrible mm. like that yeah. just bombs and you're like why Oh, wait, I wanted to ask. I didn't get the cashew pun, and I want to get oh, it. Oh, and that's important. Thank you for asking, because that's one of the things that I, I yeah. totally blew it, because it's a Wu-Tang joke, and it was supposed to be like, oh, you know, Wu-Tang Wu Clan ice cream. Is, is selling a, a trail mix, uh, and it's called Cashews Everything Around Me, because of their cash rules everything around me. Before you... And I didn't even say Wu-Tang. I just said, I got a trail mix. It's called... And I was... <laughs> You just fucked it up I was, so bad. I was like, cashews, everything around me. Cat chews, everything yeah. around me. Yeah, you're like, what is, where is the joke? This is not funny. And then it seemed a little bit like your your voices were, uh, you were reaching, oh, yeah, doing the, the voices. The, the, I was reaching. Subtly raised. Like hearing like, it, hearing myself perform that set, it just all sounds completely ingenuine and like, Flailing. Maybe I'm an optimist. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad no. either. Really? I liked yeah, it. I, I bombed so much harder than that. I genuinely yeah, laughed. I've, done to I've, done, I've performed to complete silence without even any pity laughs. <laughs> and one time some kids booed me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tell us yeah. that story, Martha. When where was that? It was in Missouri. And it was in the early 2000s. And it was at a... a comedy club where the mascot on the wall was a cartoon character called Farticus with a PH and I can't remember the name but it was, it was outside St. Louis and I bombed every single show. They cut my feature set that was supposed to be 30 minutes down to 15. Oh my gosh. And the only fun set that I had was the one where the only thing to break the silence was these young frat guys who booed me. Wow. And they were making fart noises because of fart kids. <laughs> wow. So Most like their so heckling was not even at that point about you. Mm -hmm. They were just heckling just, the decorations of the country. Yeah. And the wage staff wouldn't, would not even speak to me. That's how they, everybody there hated me except for this kid, Brett. <laughs> he died he's not this isn't fun but he died uh in the mid 2000s but his, yeah. i mean i don't know what he was laughing at. but he but I, I can't remember his last name but he was a st louis comic and his Aww. first name was brett and he was really funny and he did guest sets and killed every night and he was the only person who was nice to me so we got drunk at the bar, and that was fun. Anyway, I'm an alcoholic. What's <laughs> and now he's gone. Now he's passed. Poor guy. And for some reason, oh. that brings MK a great deal of joy. <laughs> to hear that it's a young comic that died before his time. It's not, I think I'm not laughing. It sounds like maybe you're a little bit more excited that the one ingredient, the one positive thing that was there <laughs> yeah. got taken away from her. <laughs> yeah. He it's died. Very, it's yeah. very, but yeah. he didn't die while I was there, just oh. to be clear. Okay. Well, that um, is sad. Well, if this podcast I'm makes sorry. a bit, everyone's going to hate me. 
We know that's not what you were really giggling at. No. But we don't know what you were really giggling at. <laughs> it's more that you're just like, this is not important. But I'm just going to throw it in there. He did die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's more what I, I guess was laughing at. Um, really, really good misdirect with that. Sorry, guys. Have gravity. <laughs> Well, it turns out it's not that much fun to talk about bad sets. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I disagree. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. I love the Legend of Farticus. I mean, that Farticus. was kind of funny. I'm impressed that the like people that were booing were like that, like in sync with the club, like that they were farting. And, and they booed. They not only booed during my set at the end when the MC said, "One more time for your headliner, so and so. One more god. time for Martha Kelly." They booed again. Oh my god! And I was in the back. It made me laugh, but I was drunk by that time, so it was kind of. Funny. How did and how did the headliner do? He killed. He killed. Yeah. Unlike. He actually was nice to me too. He was nice to me, but. Um, none of the wait staff, yeah, none of the wait staff would even make eye contact. And uh, what kind of? I mean, so you don't have. I'm not asking you to do a bit, but like, what kind of material were you doing that was just so? A lot of the same material I'm doing now, unfortunately, and this was 2003. <laughs> but yeah, it was just this like uh, long setups. Not everybody wants to wait 20 minutes to get to the to the punchline, so. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking I would wait 20 minutes for you. I want to go on a long walk. <laughs> I didn't mean to commandeer this. I just uh, I just wanted to tell you, like, you didn't. your set wasn't that bad. People have much more terrible sets. Well, thank you. And, there were, and it was also funny. So. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> it, it. It stung when it happened. I remember being, like, really rocked. I think part of it was just, again, like, it was drive a, out and then the drive back. Yeah, like and I wanted it. I think, you know, what it was going to be in my head and it being so different from that. I was like, I'm going to go up at Rudd's, which at the time was like the room I was most comfortable in. Aww. And it was full and it was like home for the holidays and a bunch of friendly faces were there and something of a hero of mine was in the room. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill in front of this dude. And I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I got a stray laugh, but... Yeah, but then some other people like really, like really ripped the roof off like immediately after me. So. Oh really? Yeah. That but hurts. you weren't. They wouldn't have done it if you didn't warm them up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they. You they set that bar that low for the true. other comics. <laughs> yeah, you gotta draw. <laughs> the Don't forget back. the hard work you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, what's your worst set ever? Oh, I mean. I feel like one of the times I felt most uncomfortable on stage was um, I was doing it was a benefit show for a boy that was sick and it was at this bar outside of town um, on the outskirts of town called Graham Central Station which was eight bars in one but it's really just eight bad bars in one I think it's still there it's like a biker bar a cowboy bar this is in Austin right yeah but it's I think it might be technically in Pflugerville it's very like Mm. uh what a hillbilly the eight bars a hillbilly would want there's like a biker bar two-step bar um they i <laughs> i do remember my favorite thing was it was like this huge auditorium that for like a thousand people the very back there was the back of a truck bed like you and your your date could sit and watch the show oh, from the God. back of a truck bed and oh. i also remember painted in the um like it looked like in the passenger seat there was a wolf <laughs> So you and your your wolf, real wild. Um, so John Taffer. And it was like comedy, but then there's also like country band and stuff. And I remember her name was Rachel Stacy. She was a real sweetheart. Aww. We were very good friends. Well, we were MySpace friends, and that felt good to me. Uh, our friendship died with MySpace though. But she um, she went on first, which I was really hoping she'd go on last. So she does her like pretty good poppy country stuff. And then um, one comedian goes up, and then they do a very um, long tribute to the boy who's sick. Who I think is I forget, I forget what he had. I, it wasn't. I think he was okay. I think he just needed medical bill help. And uh, they did a very long tribute to him and slideshow, and then brought me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> didn't necessarily take down his picture. Oh, <laughs> it's no. great. And it was also just like a, it was like really like a thousand seater kind of venue, but nobody was within 
200 feet of the stage. Oh Nobody was sitting God. up close. Oh, I mean, there was only maybe like 25 oh people there. Uh, it was still pretty early in the night. It was like, you know, seven on like a Tuesday or something. And so I just remember like talk, feeling like a robot reciting my set. But it also felt okay because there was also nobody like near me staring at me because everyone was so far away. Oh my God. But I just remember I felt like, oh, at least I know at any situation I could recite my set. <laughs> recite <laughs> at least I have it memorized. I know that. <laughs> you didn't forget anything. And I... Um, yeah, it was very. I, I remember it going very quickly because when nobody's responding, you're not. Yeah, you're not really pausing. <laughs> Don't have to mm. wait for those dramatic <laughs> laughter pauses. Mm. But, no. So that's, that's the time I probably felt the worst. How many I, people were actually there? Were there like? I mean, probably only like twenty-five. Oh, okay. Which you know, twenty-five person in a, in, in a, a one, regular room or a small tenth room. of a quarter full but in a auditorium. huge like auditorium like dance hall i mean this this place mm. is like a city block oh worth gosh. size wow well, i I'm, i oh. like to imagine you said no one was very close but i do like to imagine that they all just like sat in a nice neat little packet directly in the center of the seating <laughs> area like just 20 one <laughs> tenth of one quarter full <laughs> auditorium <laughs> Smack dab in the middle. I do remember feeling very calm. Was like I got through that and I said my jokes. Wasn't good. Was it a paid gig or was it? No, because no, it, it was a benefit. benefit but yeah. I do remember also feeling there was like craft services in the back, and I felt uh, very professional because there were like sandwiches and wings that I could uh, eat. I like it. So that helped my ego. That's good. Well, That's pro. Hey, can I can I share one? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before please. we get to MK, I, I was I was thinking of uh, the only time my mom ever, I've I've never done comedy in front of anybody in my family except for my mom once, and it was two weeks into me starting stand up comedy. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> my parents have still never seen me do stand up. Then don't let them. Watch I don't. Ever, <laughs> I don't ever want them to. Um, but I uh, I started an open mic the week after I started doing comedy and my mom like you do <laughs> and my my mom just happened to be in town it was my college graduation weekend oh. and I was starting this open mic and uh, and then I had not uh, registered for graduation so I missed the graduation because I, when, when we went there I went to go with my gown, which I'd borrowed from a guy, and uh, I realized I wasn't on the list, and so I wasn't going to walk. And I was graduating from college late. I was 32 when I graduated. Mm. It was a big deal for me, or yeah. for my mom, to finally see her son walk on the stage, and then I didn't do it. And then, then I was like, come watch me do this open mic. And she was not impressed. And, um. uh, and I was hosting... And I just remember uh, trying to talk about something for about two minutes and then feeling just too morbidly embarrassed and terrified. And <laughs> I, I just stopped and then I just started passing the doing roll call to everybody who'd signed up. And, uh, and this one guy came up and he was like, oh, I'm a professional. He was this guy from L.A. And he, he just had this like hard-hitting attitude toward comedy and my mom was sitting in the front row and he started talking about uh, white bitches and their dry <laughs> pussies and how it's like sandpaper down there for these white bitches when he's fucking their dry pussies. And he's saying that at my mom. Can I guess who this was? Did he stick around Houston for a while? No. Okay. <laughs> That was material like yeah. that. He went straight and he to went the on top. to win last comic standing. <laughs> he, went straight, yeah, he went straight to L.A. Uh, well, oh, that's Jeez. always uncomfortable. When wow. there's the, like over. Uh, I always feel that way at the Valve when there's like you know the older crowd comes over from Esther's and some oh, of the song stage is it. just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> wreck my pussy. Fisting so like, assholes. Jeez, it doesn't feel good. Hey, do you guys like that? theme park show you just saw next door with all the confetti so I was elbow deep in an asshole <laughs> it's always families too it's always like yeah. like mm. the, the like families whose kids are yeah. 
just old enough to get into bars, they're like, well, we ought to go on down to 6th Street together as a family. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That hurts. <laughs> to be fair, they're good people. And it's <laughs> the and comics, I think, are bad people. <laughs> not those lovely audience. No, and they're the sweet. <laughs> they're so sweet. They're so sweet. So, so prayers welcome. I mean, God bless anyone who wanders into the Velveeta room and stays <laughs> for a couple minutes. <laughs> oh. hmm. I'll say. I love it. So, MK. Oh, MK. Are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I was like. Do you need me to pull it up from when you sent it to me, or do you have it in? Uh, I don't. I can up. maybe. I don't have I it on it. my phone anymore. If you got it. I got it, dog. Are you doing the one, the, the Spider House one, or the. Um, of the two I sent you to your. That Spider House one's too good for this podcast, man. Is it? Well, to be fair, I bombed, but then I was just like, I'm going to sell it. <laughs> and I just kept going. <laughs> and finally, I think after four minutes. I kind of want to do the, the cherry wood one. Okay, that's fine. Okay. That's, it's a little, little gut-wrenching. I think this is the one where I had like an idea. So background on this, there's like an open mic at Cherrywood Coffee House. It's like a coffee shop. There's a side room, but it's open. So like usually it's students studying there, but there's usually a little bit of a crowd. Yeah. And comics kind of try new material, and I was really excited. I had this like new opener that I'm like, oh, this is gonna do great. It's gonna do great. And then it just they just glared like their eyes. It just they blinked. This was clearly the maiden voyage, right? Mm-hmm. At, this was at yeah. Cherrywood. This is a See, lot of new material I'm, that didn't. That's work what very I could well. feel compared to the Spider House one. Yeah. That's kind of why I want to do the cherry. Okay. One. All good. right. So let's give it a. Give it a go. Andrew Clark and everybody in X Comics, one of my favorites, so welcome to Dabbit MK Paulson. Hey! Ba 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 da 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 I know what you're thinking, guys. Looks like uh, 13 genderqueer hot dogs got up on stage and tried to give the old open mic a try, am I right? I know what you're thinking. Oh no, is that a plus size Tracy Penny catalog model? Scream dancing to an episode of Glee in a sundress? Yes! Nope, I, I know what you're thinking. It's a top-heavy palm tree struggling against the sheer force of his own fart. <laughs> Sometimes you have to sell a product, even if you don't want to. Uh, how comedy works. I'm not gonna make it. No, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it in entertainment. All right. Living that dream. How y'all doing? It's hot outside, right? It's hot outside. I need my ceiling fans like I like lifting my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, right? On high. On high. No? All right. Just I'm not. Oh, <laughs> what if every joke I just said that after some magic? Uh, I, uh, y'all, uh, this thing happened to me. Do y'all ever uh, try to, you like get a text message? Maybe like you, you went on a first date and then after that you're like, kind of got to like get in character to respond to that text message. It's like, like what would a confident person say? You know, what would... How would a confident person respond to this text message? Like, can't do your first reaction. It's like, yeah, second day, yes, let's do it. No, a confident person takes his time, all right? Takes his time, takes a couple minutes. Uh, says, oh, sure, that sounds great. Have anything in mind? That's what a confident person says. I have to get in that character because I finished a family-sized lasagna tray on my own while watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> All right? And then my friends, it's like, I, you know, it's like I'm on Tinder, right? And it, they're like, after, like, I show them the pictures. They're like, well, what picture? What pictures do you have on your Tinder? And I'm like, I don't just... And then I show them, and they're like, oh, my God! <laughs> what are you thinking? And... I was, they're like, they're like, I'll be your not being yourself social media consultant, <laughs> all right? Tell you how to really not do it. Um, I don't know. Okay, uh, get out of here with a few pickup lines. Uh, yo, girl! Yo, girl! You the hit song Orinoco Flow from 1988? Because I want to get in ya. <laughs> what person?
person got it. One person got it. <laughs> She's ashamed of me. We're friends. We're very good friends. Very good friends. Uh, no, my favorite pickup line is 0.9% uh, APR financing on Ford F-150s. Magic. Oh. What, uh, can we start with what was the palm tree <laughs> being held? Oh, yeah. I, uh, because I think it's so funny when comics get on stage and like, I know what you're thinking, you know, yeah, and like, I look like, uh, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to heighten it and make it about things that don't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Just like, and keep going. And I guess I thought that non-comedy audiences would get it enough no, that they're yeah, like they oh don't. he's being ironic kind of like, making fun of the art they're like and no they were just like what why yeah why would i be thinking that <laughs> i mean i think your items were maybe a little too weird yeah 13 genderqueer hot dogs i stand by it i think it's very funny i think it's i just loved how you had all the energy in the room oh man went up so hard. It's, at I it. mean, you I know, watching it. a low energy comic bomb is bad, but watching a high energy mm -hmm. comic bomb when you're just trying to sell, not that I'm really that high energy, but trying to sell and nobody's yeah, buying you were committed. and you're just like, oh. You, yeah. you that went. made me laugh until I got <laughs> tears in my eyes. Yeah. And the best part was, I don't know if you caught it, but like, Later in the set, like Kat Combs, my friend, she's an Austin comic, was kind of like literally sitting like five feet away. And she kept looking down and shaking her head <laughs> when I was on stage. And I was like, she's embarrassed for friends. That's great. <laughs> Just uh, throw her under the bus with me. Anything. That's great. I there was. Oh, go. I'm sorry, just that you um, that you changed the Twisted Sister song to fit you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Well, it's a fun so trap good. door that uh -huh. I use a lot, actually, <laughs> when I bomb. Yeah. There was a, the very clear sounds of, of someone sliding their yeah. chair out. <laughs> Which could mean anything, just, but I just like to imagine that just, they just like... Throwing their hat down. In my head, it's like someone just like turning their chair directly away from you. <laughs> I wouldn't mm. be surprised if that were true. It would be the funniest way that could have gone. I like that you're still trying to do that air conditioner joke. <laughs> oh, no. I air still have done that. Joke. I missed it. Uh, it was how hot is it? I uh, I like I like my air conditioner like I like lifting my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on high. I on loved high. it. I thought that was a big laugh. Oh, Bob's got some the, good prayer jokes uh, these days. Love, love a prayer joke. I used to have. I, I don't, I don't do them anymore. Yeah, that one. It's no. real good. No, I don't. Okay, be coy. All yeah. right. Well. You were you looked very entertained by your own bad set. I mean, actually. I'm a nervous laugher. So as okay. an example, when Martha said that that guy died, I'm a nervous laugher, and I like laughing and listening to myself. I'm like, oh god, because <laughs> it looked like where I probably looked like I wanted to just shrink, stab yourself, and stab myself, and just go away and stop existing. Yeah, you looked like you were having a ball. I know, just I having think, a ball. I think. I think my default reaction in life is just if something's going wrong, trample people with your personality. And <laughs> Do you have any of that? Do I have some of that? Personality. Personality, yeah. We need uh, rain, Justin. For we days, you got it. We do need it. We, we need, need some it. rain. It's an inside joke. It's a really good one, too, yeah. that no one else ever got into. Yeah, we tried to sell it to the whole town. <laughs> so I'm really a big fan of selling bad jokes. Uh, so it's, I think mm. it's a good joke between us. I do too. Basically, anytime I see Justin, we just talk about how much we need rain for a few minutes. We need <laughs> it. We, we like how rain. Southern ladies, when you have just like regular small talk I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Prayers go up, blessings come down. And right now, it would be in the form of rain. All right? Because we need it. We need it. We hey, need at least we rain. got a little bit of rain. <laughs> we needed it. Oh, we needed it's it. never enough. I'll be honest, not enough. No, no. Not enough. No, I think we got people coming in yeah, to watch the but, show you right know, now. We, oh. Yeah? Yeah. Well, what are you scared of? I don't know. We'll just do a hard finish right now. Come on. Can I, I mean, just I'm say kind that? of inspired to do a bad set tonight. 
do it. Just That's the whole point of this podcast for me is Just to do something with my bad set. I do have to say, like that set was actually not that bad. Like I could have sent, I could have sent some cringe-worthy sets, but I didn't have the strength in me to like. No, kudos to both of you for doing it. I feel like. I yeah. If I if I recorded my sets, I'd have quite a few to have chosen from. I, there's one I cried after, and it was, oh. it was a benefit show. Man, and these benefit they hated shows. Me. But oh, I, I I think I put you. I think I hooked you up. Did with that, that guy as well. ever contact you, mad about how terrible I was? No. Hmm. Um, <laughs> can I just real quick say the Please. name of the deceased comic was Brett? and he was super funny and really beloved by a lot of people so no you and and just for the record mk wasn't laughing that he was dead he was laughing at how i said it how i slipped it in thank you well guys took all the fun out of the comedy (laughs) podcast (laughs) i i have a i have a question i want to ask um, each of you, if you would like. Mm-hmm. Um, something I want to start hearing from people is, what is a joke, aside from you know something that was in one of the sets that we heard, but is there a joke that you ever thought of that you just loved, that you knew was just going to be like your top shit? Like when you wrote that joke, you were like, this is the best joke I've ever written. Everyone is going to carry me out of the room because of it. And then it just never worked once, ever. Like, no one liked it. Oh, for sure. There's so many of them. Let me think. I can think of one real quick while y'all are thinking. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot. I have so many of those that it's too Mm -hmm. much name. But one that comes to mind, actually, like, two. And I still want to make them a joke work somehow. I think it's really funny that, like, when I was a kid, I used to do this thing. I learned to crochet from my great aunt when I was, like, nine years old. And I was just obsessed with crocheting. Like, just a little gay boy just obsessed with crocheting. (laughs) But nobody, like, wanted the the shit my, like, sloppy little hands could make. So I I ended up... I used to crochet little blankets for our cats. And they were just little cat blankets. And I just think it's the funniest thing. And I've tried to talk about... I think it's a big part of who... Like, just... But it just people. Are, there's no punchline, and people are like, "What is it's, he?" It's very much. Is uh, there? Yeah. What's the people? I can see people being confused, but it so encapsulates it's, a lot about. Uh, yeah. You're but a, I haven't you're been a able nurturer. to make it work. Exactly. You love animals. Mm-hmm. You're hand, You are a maker. Mm-hmm. Big on this maker movement. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then I had a whole joke that I tried to build, and I still think I'm going to try to make it work one day. But it's all about instead of like. A Nuva ring. I wanted like to make an advertisement for an Art Nouveau ring, just just like a Nuva ring with like Art Nouveau embellished. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like know. I think it's just really Nuva great ring. wordplay, and, and that's you know my bread and butter. But I don't make money, so right. that's probably why. Anyway, those those are my examples. I feel like I have a lot, but just looking at a, a recent one, I really thought it was funny. I had this revelation. Like, I was at a dog park, and this dog was barking at me, and, like, the more it barked, the more I wanted it to like me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I'm t- negging totally works. <laughs> like, this dog, I said, I, I think negging doesn't work, but, like, the more this dog hated me, the more I tried to please it. Oh, but man. And it's never. Just approval seeking from yeah. a, I mean, a being negged by dog. a dog. Yeah, wow. And it's so true. Dogs do neg. Yeah, and then you'd still love them. It's also like cats too. I feel like cats are. That's like, their whole shtick. That's their whole shtick. Oh, that's that's yeah. Yeah, dogs are so Henry, much more Henry's loud like about their. But I guess it's like more personal if like a dog doesn't like yeah. you, right? It's and it's like, so more it's like, intense. It is it's like loud. Yeah. You in expect your face. a cat to not. Like, like it you. seems like it wants to hurt you. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, scary it's when very, dogs It's don't often like aggressive when a dog doesn't yeah. like you. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it tonight. Do <laughs> you meet somebody that you really want like, to have a good opinion about you, and then you meet their dog, and their dog hates you? Oh. Like, nothing feels worse than that. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's bad. That's a bad feeling. Yeah. Unless, they're, unless they're very quickly like, oh, no, he hates everybody. And you're like, okay. Well. Oh, but then I want it to like me even more. Yeah, yeah, this negative like, thing. Oh, yeah? Does he <laughs> somebody hate tell me we'll their dog doesn't like me. I can change it. One day he'll be mine. Give me five minutes with him. Because not to brag, I feel like that's happened with dogs and cats. Where like, don't try to pet that cat; it'll swipe you, and then it's like on my lap. It's one. That was how I was when I was a little kid. I was the cat winner. 
Uh, Winner? Yeah, sure. My cats yeah. liked Carrie and would come out for her when they wouldn't come out for anyone else. Yes. See? That's true. There you go. Um, I might do this joke tonight because it's never worked and since we're talking about him. Uh, I did a real. It's, I won't do it because it's a really long setup. But it was about um, using ant bait because we had an ant problem in the house, and that it made me. It truly did make me feel bad because the ants think it's food, and they carry it back to the nest, and it kills everybody. And I said that I wish that we could just um, instead of doing that. No one ever likes it. Hire a tiny mariachi band to play really loud under the sink because of that episode of I Love Lucy where they try to break the lease by hiring a mariachi band. No, it's never worked. Oh, there's something, there's like a, what, like New York subway cars. It's like, yeah, when oh, the mariachi God, bands they just come, come out of no, they like uh, take off trench coats and they're all like, dude. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Monica. Yeah, it's like a... No one ever laughed at it. <laughs> <laughs> but probably, I didn't explain the I Love Lucy reference, but if you have to explain the reference after the punchline, it doesn't make it any better. So, mm. we did it. <clears throat> Guys, we did what it. What about y'all? What about you two? Do you have any... Jo- have you y'all talked about that? Oh... Uh, do I have to do this? Uh, I mean... Oh, we did it. Yeah, I have to. I'll do it. Um, Let me hear one. Jeez, uh, what was the? I I always wanted to. I was gonna do this one tonight. I just love like referring to references wrong. Like, I always thought asking the audience if they'd seen the movie Cop Tales with Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh yeah, that's fantastic great. though. That's a great joke. Yeah, um, all right, we'll see. <laughs> like in seventh, like top grossing movie you ever seen? Cocktails? Cocktails? It's like also, imagining a movie called Cocktails in the eighties yeah. where he's like. Not it also reminds me a little bit of Ducktails. Yeah. The oh. Cocktails. Naturally. Cocktails. Just a bunch of. I also love that your set started out with you singing on your your way up to the stage. <laughs> and, and when they announced your name, you were like, "Yeah!" <laughs> like you were, like you Clearly just heard you guys someone else know my comment because that's ninety percent of yeah. what it is. So, yeah. brace oh, yourselves. It. You might get a few. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> classic MK. Yeah, classic yeah. MK. Oh, we had fun. We had fun. It's a good Trip time. of a lifetime, Trip guys. Of a Trip lifetime. of a lifetime. Well, we still got a show to do. Hey. Hey. Um, well, uh, do you want to plug some shows? Well, I want to say a few thank yous. Okay. For, uh, first to all three of these lovely guests. Uh, honor to have you all here. Thanks for sitting down and chatting with us about when things go wrong. Um, As they frequently do. <laughs> And uh, thanks a a bunch to Midtown Bar and Grill, as always, for uh, providing us with a space. Station Theater generously loaned us a bunch of equipment to record this evening, so big thank you to them. Do you guys have anything uh, coming up you want to talk about or that you like that you want to do some free advertising for? Um, I feel like... um you can check out my website. I've been trying to post more. It's CarrieLendo.com. I've been trying to make like videos and stuff uh, and write. And now that I said this on this podcast, then it'll it's force me to go home and write some mm-hmm. stuff. That's mm-hmm. right. And Carrie, would oh, you okay. spell that? K-E-R-R-I-L-E-N-D-O. Look at that. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I... I'm doing a show next week, but when is this going to come out? Is this this week or? Um, it's no biggie. Well, we're okay. Uh, I don't know. I can't think that far ahead. Just follow <laughs> me on Twitter at mk paulson p a u l s e n. I spend way too much time trying to do 
good jokes on Twitter. <laughs> hey, what's your, what's your fake name on Twitter? It's real funny. Susan Saran Rap. <laughs> Delicious. You guys don't realize, I think about my drag name at least 17 times a day. <laughs> like what? Sometimes I just text Carrie. Like how, what about Hanjablina Jolie? We had I think the, that one's a we really had good the just Star Trek TNG drag Oh, names. we did? Yeah, one year we were going to all go as like Star Trek uh, drag queens. Uh-huh. What was what was my oh Dr Beverly Dick Crusher? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <It's> wow, <laughs> Dr Beverly Jane Crusher. Three Way. Yeah, Captain. Yeah, yeah, Captain Catherine Three Way. <laughs> oh, uh, seven of sixty nine. I don't. Know, we had a bunch. We had a bunch. Uh, yeah. It was it was a hoot. It was <laughs> a <laughs> Martha. Well, mm-hmm. I'm doing a show this Tuesday before this is released, so. Hopefully it was fun. At, uh, <laughs> the Gatsby Brass Tacks in Austin. Mm. Just so that they knew I tried. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then I'm doing the Odd Block Festival in Winnipeg, Canada. Ooh. Uh, the very end of this month. And uh, hopefully my plane doesn't go down. So. Oh, I think... Or you hope it does. Is that no, no, I think there's a really good chance. Let's not speak for all Statistically, there's a really... Prayers go up, blessings come down, Martha. The odds are very in much in your not favor. Not your plane. Prayers well, go up, blessings come down. I mean, there are definitely worse ways to die than a plane crash, so if it goes down, don't feel too sad. I don't know, the terror, me. I think would, it would be. Yeah, but it's over so fast. I think guess. of the terror of a really slow death. Like two minutes, three minutes? What do you consider oh, a slow death? Uh, terminal illness. Sure. Uh, Chained up and tortured. Yeah. Okay. What if you're dying in a torture serial killer basement? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. What if you get in a, ca- a car crash out in the middle of nowhere and you just slowly die by mm-hmm. the side of the road? Yeah, that's bad. What if uh, fire ants come into the nursing home where you're helplessly in the nursing home bed because you're 90 years old? That has happened to people. Oof. What if you're at a bad comedy show that lasts 24 yeah. hours and yeah. slowly yeah. kills you? And you can't get out. What if yeah. you're at a, a good comedy show and it gets ruined by a 24-hour setup <laughs> for the punchline? Yeah, and you, get, and you sit there and get mummified. There's lots of worse ways to die than a plane crash. Well, the ant thing is sure. going to terrify me for a while. So. Well, just In a nurse, that's a real thing. Wasn't that a thing when fire ants first became super, um, when they first hit the scene, <laughs> that they, uh, they invaded and killed somebody who couldn't mm. move? I feel wow. like yeah, I saw an In Search of with Leonard Nimoy about fire ants. Yeah. They They're made assholes. a lot of movies about that in the 70s, like big ants, big frogs. Big spiders. Night of the Leapus, the big bunny rabbit one. Yeah. Bunny rabbits are pretty cute. Well, anyway. Well, so you got that coming up. We've <laughs> got, got a plane crash coming up. Oh. Uh, is it true on the next podcast you're just going to listen to this podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, every episode you just listen to the previous episode. That's great. Well, may I say one thing? I, yes, you may. I will be opening for Randy Litke on oh, September fourth at the Secret Room, the new comedy club How, in Houston. Yeah, uh, the Secret nice. Group looks so fun. I'm so excited for you guys. It'll be, be fun. really fun. Yeah, Randy's, Randy's the best. Uh, I think he's great. He's great. I think we're great. Everybody's great. We're gonna have a great show. This is a great time. Thank right. y'all. We do thank need, y'all. We could use rain. Thank y'all. We need the rain. And thank y'all. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thank you. Okay, bye. 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 Mockingbird Network.